morning, encouragers. Welcome to the Encourage Her podcast. Season three is here. Holy girl summer. Welcome to a summer full of developing habits to become more holy. Let's not worry so much about the exterior this summer. Let's focus on our interior. Let's be whole and healthy. I can't wait to get started. Welcome to season three. You know you've heard it, Holy Girl Summer. Throughout the summer, you will be receiving practical and encouraging advice on how you can pursue holiness. However, we're feeling like there's a real importance in sharing some stories along with the practical advice. Because this is the deal, we're real women. And we need to hear stories of other women who are also pursuing God in their life. Going through things, trials, struggles, triumphs and victories, these stories spur us on and they help us reflect on our own story. So along with our pursuit of holiness, we're going to sprinkle in a series called Your Dreams, His Plans. And my inspiration for this story came from Jeremiah 29:11, where it says that God has plans for us. The exact words are for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans for a hope and a future. And this was when God was talking to the people of God um, when they were in exile, living under the old covenant. And he was telling them, there's a future, there's a hope, there's newness coming. I have a plan. And that's for us too, ladies. He has a plan for you. Have you seen that in your life? Has something gone a different way than your plans were? And God said, "Mm, we're going to go this way. Or you're going to get to do this right? These are real life stories from real women who've experienced God moving in their life. You're going to hear some hard stories. You're going to hear some happy stories, but they're real. I pray that as you listen, you're inspired and encouraged by the real and raw story. And I also hope that you'll be able to take some time after each story and pray and ask God to show you where he's moving in your life. Maybe even reflect on what he's done because we can be forgetful about how good and holy our God is. All right, today we're going to get started with one of these beautiful stories, and you'll hear them sporadically throughout the summer. I hope you enjoy. As you're listening, if you think of someone, will you share this with her? Will you help us spread the mission of encouragement? Have a blessed day. Enjoy her story. Hey, Holly, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad you're here. Ladies, I want to introduce you to another one of my friends, Holly. Um, I think Holly and I have known each other for maybe 10 years now. We first met at a mom's group, I believe, at church, Mops. And um, we've been friends ever since, and now we're connected in all kinds of ways. But Holly is someone I thought about when I was thinking about Holy Girl Summer, and I was thinking about sharing stories of God's holiness throughout the summer to remind us just of how great and good and incredible he is. Um, and that ultimately he has plans for our life, you know, and he wants to use our dreams. He wants to hear the desires of our heart, but sometimes they don't always go the way we think. Um, Holly's someone that I thought about for lots of reasons. There's much to Holly's story. 
Um, and I walked through a lot of life with her in a lot of ways. Um, but Holly, I'm curious what you heard. So when I, you know, reached out to you and gave you the theme, your dreams, his plans, which aspect of your story did you think about? Yeah. So man, when you asked me that question, you know, when you think, um, when you watch a movie and they show the flashback and you like you pause and all of a sudden everybody sees that flashback come through. That was my moment when you asked that question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm like, okay, which one do I choose from? Because there are so many moments in, in my past, especially since I've known you, Joanne, like um, since God had shown me like, okay, you might have had a plan here, but I have a different plan for you. And I've always said to everybody who knows me, it's called my plot twist. He, yeah. he always changes it and he rewrites it. That's why he's called the author of life. Yeah. And um, so the one story I'm going to share with you today is um, the most recent one for me. Um, and it is about um, the most recent family member in our household. Um, Growing up, I've always had a dream of having a large family. I am one of four girls. Yes, you heard that. Four girls. Um, My poor father (laughs) um, had to deal with five women at a time in the house, all (laughs) going through life changes. I think he needed a man cave more than any man in the world at times. Um, But yeah, (laughs) so he... um, it was, it was fun having best friends for life, really. My sisters are so close to me, um, and we still are to this day. We're very tight, and um, I love it. And I wanted to have that with my own family. I wanted to have children of my own, um, and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And that was my dream. And um, I got married started to try to have a family. It was not as easy as I thought it would be. Mm. Um, I had two beautiful girls. And after um, my second daughter, um, I got sick with Lyme disease. And that's where my plans of having a large family came to a halt. Um, Because um, with Lyme disease, many people do not realize this. Lyme disease can be transmitted between mother and baby through utero. And so wild. I totally didn't know that. Yeah. And it's so hard because I watched dreams, just my dreams slip away, um, packing up baby clothes, crying, um, because I did not think I would ever see another one of my babies ever in these, in these clothes. Um, and on top of it, I'm dealing with a chronic illness that the baby I have, I'm not able to hold her. I'm not able to get on the floor and play with her. Um, and there were so many things I was going through. It was it was really a lot of grief I was yeah. dealing with at this time. Um, I started getting rid of, obviously, when she was outgrowing baby stuff, I had to start getting rid of the stuff because I was not going to have any more children. Um, that was not right away, I should mention. It was down the road. It was yeah. <laughs> I was in denial at first. I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to have more children. This is just temporary. Um, but then God was showing me like, you know, you're going to be suffering this for a while. And I, I want you to understand your plans are changing. 
So I finally became content in having the two beautiful girls that I had. And when, when I sit down and do my quiet time, like I always have like these verses, you know, everybody has verses you gravitate towards. And um, my husband and I, we, we have a verse that we, we love as our verse, as our family verse. And um, we ended up, having this as our verse and and didn't realize that this verse was going to carry us through for the past 10 years because this is how long i've been suffering from the issues with lyme disease yeah. and it's jeremiah 29 11 through 13 i love mm. this whole section and this is what it says it says i know the plans i have for you announces the lord i want you to enjoy success i do not plan to harm you i will give you hope for the years to come then you will call out to me. You will come to and pray to me and I will listen to you. And when you look for me with all your heart, you will find me. Hmm. Holly, we didn't even go over this. Did you know that's the whole, those are the verses this whole entire summer are based on? <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally know. the inspiration for Holy Girl Summer. Oh, that is so crazy. <laughs> so God is so cool. We did not go over that beforehand, but that's just incredible. Keep going. I had to that interrupt is... you because I was like, does she know? That's amazing. <laughs> that is so awesome because, yeah, this verse that has um, carried us throughout, especially the last 10 years, because, I mean, obviously in Jeremiah, this is through the Israelites exile and everything like that and knowing the knowing what is happening here in this book, but it's also paying attention to what, how it can be for us too. I mean, I, I understand like, you know, he knows my plans. He knows what is my future, but what is my job now? What am I supposed to do? I'm to call out to him and to cry out to him. And that's where I started. I'm like, Lord, you know, my heart, you know how I'm, I'm upset that I'm, I'm, having to give up this dream of being a mom to a large family, help me be content in this situation. And he started to change my heart with that. I became very content with the girls. We started having so much fun just being a family of four. And then a few years ago, um, obviously the plot twist came again when I developed a new chronic illness, which led me to have the brain surgery. Yeah. And um, which we thought I was still suffering from Lyme disease. So all this time I'm thinking I have my Lyme disease issues. And um, about a year after having my brain surgery, um, the doctor was sitting there with me. And this is now a year into being officially like Lyme symptom free. Um, he looked at me and I said to him, I said, you know, I had to give up the dream of having more children. And he looks at me and the doctor said, your, your dream can still be there. Mm. And I, I looked at him and I started to call, to cry. I, mm. I, and I, I'm not, <laughs> I try not to do that at doctor's offices, <laughs> but I said, you're joking with me. You're, you're not, you're kidding. No. You could still have children, even with the shunt. Uh, we we just have to take more precautions with you and keep a closer eye with you. But you can have more children. Wow. So, 
getting my husband on board was a different situation. (laughs) (laughs) That was more praying and telling him I'm going to be okay. I'm in God's hands. Let's pray and see where God leads us. So another year later, um, we surprised everybody with the announcement that we were pregnant. Mm. Um, And the sweetest thing was telling our girls first that their dream, because they wanted another sibling. They always said, we want more babies. We want more babies in the house. And I said, mommy can't have any more. So when we told them, they started to cry just because they were going to be big sisters. And um, they were the first to tell everybody. And and they, they were very involved with the announcements of stuff. But then our oldest, Jenica, she said, um, Mom, I'm going to pray that we have a boy. Okay. And I said, that's my prayer, too. Um, but if it's God's will that we have another girl, that's what we have. I'm just right. happy to have another baby. And um, her prayer came true. We found out that we were going to have a boy. So I obviously had to have a sprinkling is what we called it um, (laughs) because I got rid of everything. (laughs) (laughs) I had no baby stuff left. That's right. So um, I had to like chart, like restart everything, get everything back in the house and get baby stuff again. And, um, but it was all boy stuff, which is so exciting. Um, And I, remember I came from all girls so this is all new to me (laughs) having a boy um and um we actually ended up naming him Tobias and Tobias means God is good Mm. every time I say his name I am reminded of God's faithfulness and how good he is Mm -hmm. um and how he has seen me through these past 10 years of trials and struggles and um, just heartache at times. And um, I'm always reminded, yes, God, you are good always. No matter what, um, having to sit here and waiting on your timing, it's not my timing. And I have to be patient on this. And this is something that I want everybody who's listening today to understand. His timing obviously is not our timing. And learning to wait was the hardest. And yeah. sometimes learning to let go and, and hey, if that's what you want me to do, I'm going to let go. And mm-hmm. I did. And then in the end, he said, Holly, guess what? I'm going to give this back to you. I, I see. I want you to have your dream. And, and yeah. I it was it was one of the awesome, like the coolest things just to see him give me that that one little piece of dream back even though it's not like Doug or style I don't want a Doug or style family I love them but you know no <laughs> um but I wanted I wanted my kids to have playmates and and like I said to um to you earlier Joe about um like I wanted my kids to all be about the same age range like they all had each other yeah. and there's a there's an age gap between my uh, middle child and um my youngest and um but <laughs> The connection it's just beautiful and oh. the girls love their little boy their little brother so much and it's it's the coolest thing it's just so neat how God still provides so, so that incredible. is my story yeah Holly, it's it's just amazing like as your friend you know I felt this way about the few of the women that we talked to this summer because 
I was there with you at times throughout this story and we've been friends throughout and Mm -hmm. to hear it all again, kind of like in one storyline, you know, it just makes me go back to awe because Mm -hmm. although I knew it, you know, I was in it in real time. Um, I'll never forget when you called. There's many things as you were telling your story. Like I remember when you were suffering with limes and hearing you say things like, I want to take a step on the sidewalk and my brain just won't let me, you know, and thinking, wow, she is suffering. She is struggling. So I remember that Holly and then to see and hear and remember. um, And there's so much power in remembering what God has done because we are so forgetful. Um, But just to hear it again is like, wow, you know, and I'm so relating to to so many things you're saying, and it makes me think of the verse in Ephesians that talks about that he will give us, you know, that he is able, that God is able to give us exceedingly abundantly more than we could even ask or think about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because he's powerful, you know, and that's not to say to the girl listening to this podcast that you're going to get a baby if you ask. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying God gives us every single thing we request, but it does mean that he is capable of doing it, right? Yeah. It might not be, right? It might not be part of his plan, but boy, is he capable, Mm -hmm. right? We can believe that. Mm -hmm. And, And understanding that too, because like I said, I became so content on just having two children and, and I even share with some friends that, um, I will never be completely whole again. Um, I'm yeah. still suffering still today with some issues from the Lyme disease. Yep. I'm okay with that. My wholeness will come the day I'm in glory. Yep. And that will be amazing to, to have that, that body that's not suffering anymore. But right now, this is how he healed me. Earth. My shunt is how he healed me here on earth. And he answers prayers, not the way we want them answered, right? but it's his way of, of seeing how he can provide here on earth and to our best interest. Like he sees what is good for us. And, um, even for me, like if I had a lot of children, I think with the Lyme disease, I would not be able to keep up with all those kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. God knew what you'd be capable of, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he's faithful and he's good. Always, always. Yeah, he so is. And mm-hmm. um, it made me think about when you were talking to in just that sometimes he allows circumstances in our life to get us to a point where we accept and or surrender something to him. Um mm-hmm. So I loved when you said like the patience that it took and that you had to give up of your dream. Um, I so relate to that. You know, you walked with me through fostering Jordan, our daughter for three and a half years. And I hundred percent believe one of the many reasons God delayed that process was for me (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I had to surrender her, you know, and I had to say, Lord, if she's not meant to be our daughter, it's all right with me, you know, um, even if, and that took a long time, three and a half years to be, to be clear for me to get to that point. But sometimes he uses circumstances in our lives and not always, but sometimes for sure, you know, to stretch us and bring us to a new place with him. 
And yes. he certainly has done that with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I say daily, I'm so thankful. And it sounds crazy to say it this way. I'm so thankful for that tick bite. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that tick bite, I would not have changed into the woman I am today. Yeah. And wow. um, how I've grown so much from that time to, to where I am right now. Um, it's, it's unbelievable because seeing how God has provided so much for us as a family, but how he's provided for me, just, I'm so thankful and so humbled that, um, I'm just a small speck here on earth and he still loves me so much Mm. that he takes the time to show me, um, those moments, like you said, I couldn't process picking my foot up to walk on that sidewalk. Um, there's moments I couldn't even read my Bible. So I had to embrace the promises that I knew were there and yeah. in the scriptures and just hold on to them and cling on to them and just know, Lord, I know you're faithful. I know you're there. I know you hear my cries. Please, please be with me on this yeah. and just know that his plans he, he's going to, he's going to help me with it. He's going to be there for me. And, um, and in the end, I mean, like I said, I, I can see it throughout my journey, how, yes, my plans were this way, but he said, Nope, it's going that way. That's right. So, pivot. Yep. Pivot. pivot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just incredible, Holly. And I'm just, you know, I always say to you, you should say the sentence, I had brain surgery as often as possible. <laughs> I'm like, I still need to get you that t-shirt that just says I had brain surgery. Um, yes. <laughs> don't, don't hassle me. I had brain surgery. Um, <laughs> it's just incredible how much God has done in your life. And there's been twists and there's been turns, but you have been faithful to him too. And it is a two-part process, right? This whole summer, mm-hmm. I've been talking to women about practical ways that they can pursue God. Um and just reminding women of God's holiness and God's power. And he is worthy of spending time with, he wants to spend time with us. So I've seen you do that, you know, through your journey and thank you so much for your time um, and sharing your story. And I know there will be some women in the show notes, ladies, I will put an email or some way to contact Holly in case you have, you know, you want to continue processing with her. Maybe she said something that you relate to and you just want someone to talk to Um, and Holly, just for last words, I didn't give you a heads up about this, but is there something you could say to the woman, you know, you're on the other end of it now. And although Mm -hmm. you're still struggling, as you admit, you're on the other side of some things. And there may be someone listening right now that's not on the other side. And maybe they're not in God's word. Maybe they're not following God. Maybe they don't know Jesus. Um, or maybe they do. And they've just, they're tired, you know, Mm -hmm. they're struggling what would you say to that woman um, in regards to patience and endurance? Like how, what would you say to her? I, I would definitely say that it is not easy yeah. and, and, but it is worth it. Um, like that race in the end, it, it's like, I, I just imagine just hearing him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Like, I pray that that's what I hear, you know, um, in the end. Um, but it's just to cling to it because, um, as 
I, I say too, you can have two types of hearts with this. You can turn your back on God completely and have bitterness and anger and resentment, mm. or you can cling to someone who truly cares and loves you and wants to show you how much he understands. He sent his son yeah. down in human form to understand what human suffering is. Yeah. So he can understand how we feel when we're going through these moments. Um, Jesus went through every form of suffering that we can feel and deal with. And um, so when you cry out to him, like in First P- um, Peter 5, 7 says, it says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. It is truly meaning that um, he means it like he cares yeah. for you. You can call out to him, cry out to him. I can't tell you how many times at night it'll be the middle of the night. And I'm crying out to him saying, I know you're there. I'm alone right now. Everybody else is quiet and sleeping in this house. I'm alone and I need somebody. And I know you're here. Can you help me? And there's a peace and a calm that comes over you. That is beautiful. Like I can't even describe it at times, but it's just a calmness that takes hold of you. Yeah. And he's there and um, hold on to it. Um, he's your anchor. That's he right. Anchors. He he helps you through it. Um, all you have to do is step out and trust him, because yes. um, that's what he longs for. And that's what he hopes for. So, um, being on this side, you can be one that, tur- like I said, you and I. I'm going to be completely truthful here. I have been both at times. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's so good to say that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I'm just thankful that I have now like fully chosen to choose the one way over the other. But at first I'm going, I'm a young mom. Why have you done this to me? That's right. But then he, he said, be still, listen to me. I'm going to show you. Yeah. I have the plans for you. Well, you know, it's so cool, Holly, by what you're saying, just to wrap it up here with the theme verse of the whole summer, (laughs) which is so cool. That's your family's (laughs) verse. It's amazing. It's just, that is crazy cool. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Right after that verse is verse 12, which says, then. Mm-hmm. So first we are to know that he has plans for us, right? Plans to prosper us and not harm us and plans to have a hope in a future. But then you will call on me. He's asking us to do something, yeah. right? There's an action yeah. point. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen. You will seek me and I will find, then find me when you seek with all of your heart and I will be found by you. So mm-hmm. it's just what you're saying, you know, to seek him, to pray to him, to call upon him. He's asking us to do that. He's telling us he's got plans. He's telling us he's got a hope and a future, but he's also asking us to seek him. Yeah, it's totally what you're saying. So yeah. thank you so much, Holly, for your time. I know you're a busy mama, homeschooling mama. Um, yeah. um, props for that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just appreciate your time, appreciate your friendship. And ladies, if you want to hear more from Holly, her contact information will be in the show notes. And let's keep rolling, keep pursuing holiness, ladies. We know it's not about perfection. It's about progressing towards a perfect God. So thanks, Holly. Have a fantastic day. Thank you.
Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I pray it encouraged you. And now get out there and be a woman who encourages her. Did you think of someone while you listened to this podcast? Share it with her. Help us spread the mission. You can also go onto our website, www.encourageher.net, to find resources and even apparel to help you encourage her. Have a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you again next week.